Welcome to another episode of Crazy Woman Unite, and I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Benita, a dear friend of mine, another crazy woman, and we just talk about life, about sobriety, balancing the corporate life with spiritual life, um, self-shame and sabotage and vulnerability, and the importance of connection. What do you want to focus on today? Like, what's coming up? Well, you know, the first thing that was coming up, I just took a walk because I really felt like I needed to get outside today. And um, just listening to intuition as like a crazy woman. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's such a, it's like it's such a um, honoring of what in the past maybe I would have labeled even in myself as crazy and not honored. Because um, I woke up this morning and I felt really low, like low energy, just tired. Like, not super sad or depressed, but just, mm. like, oh, like, heavy. And um, I had a really intense, exciting, like, high-energy day yesterday. So I find that is kind of a, a rhythm for me. Like, I'll have a super intense, like, yes. engaging with lots of people, working with lots of clients, having great meetings with other people, possible co-creations. And then the next day, I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Kind of wiped. Yeah. So he's feeling a little bit of that today. And I think in the past two, my mind would have been like, oh, I can't possibly engage with somebody and record something like that wouldn't be coming from like my highest vibe. And now I'm just like, screw it. Yes. Wherever I am <laughs> is wherever I am. And whatever yeah. I bring is of more service than editing. Yeah. Than like uh, judging, right? Like the state of my being at any given time. So I was like, I do know I need to get outside. Like I need to see the sun. I need to see the sky. I need to like be out in big open space. So I just did that. And when I was on the walk, I just felt like, you know, tears. Like I was like, oh, there's like a sadness coming through. And I don't even know why. There's no rational... I not there's like literally nothing to have tears over in my rational mind or like on paper or whatever but it was just like this sadness coming through and I know you've been talking about this a lot lately but like just the allowing the accepting yeah. the letting it flow through and I find when I do that for myself when I allow space for others to do that it just flows through really quickly and then <laughs> yeah. whatever needs to appear maybe there is you know a message or something to see or something to heal like that comes through too possibly sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but just allowing and I was like I can talk about that in this conversation with you right and like that you're creating the space for that to be for anything to be okay yeah like that is amazing to me well it's like it's even like bringing tears like to me because it's like I, I totally resonate with that and I think that's what stopped me from creating before is, you know, and you know me, I'm like the extreme of every up and down, you know, and I think I had this like belief that I had to be high all the time or in a good vibration, you know, when there's all these spiritual teachings of like, find your high vibration and be, a, you know, be the light and own that. And it's like, but wait, I'm feeling really sad right now. And to actually like yeah. allow that and give it a voice. And then it's like, there's no fucking pressure and we can just show up vulnerably and it's like you know we can have these ideas of 
what we wanted to come on and talk about, but it's like, let's just talk about what's here now. You know, for me, it's just been like, that's it. It's like, you know, we, I think that that's the thing. It's like, we have these ideas. And, and I think like in the beginning, it was like this huge inspiration. And we we're coming from this really like elated space of like, yeah, let's connect and let's talk about this and that and this and that. And it's like the beauty of mm. it. And I feel like the safety with you is like, we can also let that all go. And we don't have to have any preconceived notions of, like, this is how it needs to go, and we need to talk about this, and you need to show up like this, and you need to be a professional, <laughs> you know? And, that, and that's the thing about being a fucking crazy woman, right? Like, this is how we I love it. create. It's like, let's just be so true to this moment. And I'm like, that's why I freaking love you. And I was like, oh, I want like, everyone to have a friend like Benita, you know? Like, who can, like, where <laughs> we can just, like, show up and be ourselves. And it's like, sometimes with you, you know? I'm like and an inspirational yes I'm on top of the world like I'm so excited to create and be of service and the other times I'm like I'm crying and I'm a hot mess and I hate myself you know and it's like well, let's just start from whatever's there right now and trust that this is coming through and we're speaking to this for some bigger reason that I don't even know and I don't even yeah. have to know you know like, who knows, the people who are going to be tuning into this podcast, this is probably what they want to hear, not like, you know. And somebody actually just wrote me the other day and was like, your podcast is a fucking breath of fresh air. Thank you. Like, I was getting sick yeah. of all of these, you know, podcasts where you have all these professionals on who have all the answers and know everything, you know. And it's so funny because it's like my mind's like, well, why the hell am I breaking down and being an emotional mess and like all these things, you know. And so I think that is the new creation of, like, this crazy woman, you know, to just be, like, it's about living life so fully for me and to be so vulnerable and to be able to come on and no matter where you're at, if you're, you feel like you're at your best or you're at your worst or anywhere in between and just start to speak to that and be able to share, you know. Well, um, that's the true strength. Like, that that authenticity, that vulnerability. I mean, many people are using those words a lot lately and talking about that, but like truly doing it from a place of not overthinking it, not over planning yeah. it, not labeling it, just showing up and allowing. I had the same thought as I was walking before I came, you know, to kind of settle down to, you know, jump on with you was I'm so glad I get to do this with Callie. Like it's open, it's free space. Mm. I'm not planning what I'm going to say. I just, we just get to show up and be of service and yeah, whatever comes through is meant to come through. And, and that is happening more and more and more for me. The more I've stepped away from, you know, I was in the corporate world for like 17 years in advertising and like marketing communications and managing a lot of people and recruiting and kind of working on the talent management and recruiting side of things. And it's just a, a world full of labels. And a world yeah. full of, like, nobody really feels like they're enough. Like, you're constantly thinking, oh, I'm only as good as my last five minutes. So in that world, you know, there's, like, a striving for perfection, even though everybody knows that's not possible. That's sort of the, like, the, the like, game that everybody is, like, signed on, like, as a collective yeah. is believing, oh, we're playing this game where we're trying to make it all as perfect as possible. And, like, if we don't, oh, the shame. And, oh, I'm, I am. Like, the truth of who I am is terrible because I have not performed well or whatever the case might be, right? And it couldn't be further from the truth. So it's taken me a couple years to unravel that to the place now where I can show up and be of service and it not be overplanned and it not be, yeah. you know, 
coming from that place of lack of belief where I'm like, oh, I don't have these things. I need to work really hard to put them in place so that I will be perceived as having it all in order <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know. It's all like smoke and mirrors for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, for me, it's just seeing, it, it's just been this process of self-love. So it's, can I just fucking love all mm-hmm. of it, you know, that, mm-hmm. okay, sometimes I don't have my shit together. It's like, you know, we have this episode, and I'm like, of course I get out of the gym, like, 10 minutes before and try to take a quick shower and jump on. I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't checked the recording, or, like, the recording that we started with, like, fell through. And it's like, you know, you can, I can see all these mind thoughts of, like, Callie, get your shit together. Like, have your teleconference, like, oh, your Zoom account, like, I checked my Zoom and it expired. It's like, oh, my God, all these things, you know? And it's like, no, like, it's okay. And I feel like all of these things kind of come up to be like, can I love that too? Can I love that part of me too? Can I love that part of me too? And it's so beautiful because as I'm stepping more and more into it and actually showing all of these parts of myself, you know, it's, allowing me to love myself even deeper and also giving others the permission to not do that. That's, you know, and I think both are huge, but the allowing others permission to do the same is like, I, I think healing like on a massive, massive scale. Yeah. And I just love what you're doing too. And I think we talked about this in our last, like just to chat is, you know, of, I think you were sharing about your, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're talking about like kind of like your own self-shame almost being so deeply into a spiritual community, but yet being so rooted into the corporate world, you know, and this kind of care between, oh, you know, you see people like me who've never had a job in my life. I've never worked nine to five and I've been (laughs) just traveling the world. And you're like, I want to do that. But you have kids, you have a family, you have a job, you have a mortgage, you have a house, like you have all of these kind of material 3D things. And there's almost like, I feel a lot of spiritual people put a lot of kind of shame around that or there's just this collective feeling of like I should live a free life you know and that's what I was sharing with you I just bowed down to you I'm like oh my god you are like in the trenches like in a 3d world and I feel like you have this gift to be a bridge to so many in the corporate world and to see like we're each choosing our own different paths and none of them are right or wrong because part of me was like I want to be in the corporate world and I want to go in there and I want to go do that you know and it's like you would be amazing in that world yeah, and I feel yeah. like you're also, like, you're helping bridge that to see that it is possible to go into that or get me into that. You know what I mean? And, like, it you is. can also share from a different perspective of you are a mother with children and a husband and a job and a corporate, you know, corporate and a mortgage. Like, so, you know, and people see me and they're like, oh, well, Kelly, you don't know what the you know, consequences are of doing this for my kids or my husband. But it's like you can speak to those very same things from a very different experience and perspective. So it's so important. I feel like we all have our own, you know, we all have our own unique journeys and to speak from all of these different perspectives and none of them are right or wrong or better or worse or anything, you know? No, there are all these beautiful, unique aspects of the whole and that that also, it's a deep understanding of that. Like, oh, this is not just about me having a job to make enough money to create some false sense of safety and security because safety and security from any external circumstance is not true, is not real. But I used to try to create that. Oh, wait, that's actually not the truth of my existence. The truth of my existence Mm. is I'm here to be of service to others because I am part of this whole and part of this collective. But my unique expression of that, at least for right now, where I'm having a lot of fun, is bridging between like the more spiritual community, like an understanding of 
being an infinite being, having infinite possibility within my unique expression, then wanting to share that that's the truth that others can experience and feel that, but maybe I know them from the more advertising, like corporate kind of branding communications world, and they too are sensing that in themselves. Yeah. They are questioning the truth of their existence or their purpose, or they want to define a calling, and they feel like there's just been a big piece missing. And so there's like these incredible little nuggets and like ways in for people who are like waking up to like, huh, this feels empty. Why? I, I, I made it this far because oftentimes I, I work yeah. with people on no a broad end, end of the spectrum. I work with young people and students and people just starting out in their careers. And then I also work with CEOs and chief creative officers and founders and people who've had lots of career experience. And I'm finding that people on both ends of that spectrum are asking the same questions right now. So to me, that means mm. that the collective consciousness is shifting broadly. It's not just about like a particular generation bringing in more awakening, which I do believe the millennials have done, but the older generations that have come before them are also now seeing its truth. Like more and more and more senior people in business I'm seeing going, they're not wrong. Like, I want to live yeah. a wholly loved life where I'm taking care of myself and where I'm not in tons of, like, pain and anxiety and potentially, like, physical illness or mental illness or whatever it might be from this structure, from this system that, like, I plugged myself into because I was told that that's just what you're supposed to do. Mm. And that, all of that questioning is coming up. And I just, yeah, you know, I have a husband and a son and... We have a home. We're actually renting. We've chosen to rent when we've moved out of New York City to Richmond, Virginia, because we wanted the freedom to see, which is new for me. Like to be like, oh, let's just not, let's not follow what society might say of like planting roots someplace new. We don't know. Like let's mm-hmm. create like an excitement and an exploration around this phase of our experiencing together and just see. And I started my own business. I left the advertising industry and I started my own coaching practice and it's turning into facilitation for businesses. It's turning into workshops and um, like content creation with others and really beautiful co-creations around, yeah, like workshops, um, speaking, coaching employees, working with groups of people inside organizations as well as individuals. And it's just amazing to see the the limiting stories that are so prevalent that are so holding so many back that held me back. Like when I was in that world, I believed I wasn't creative. I had that label. I thought I was super crazy for leaving without a plan. (laughs) Like my mind really was off that word. Like I love that, you know, that you're using that word, especially as a woman, a woman with a child and a husband where, you know, I felt a direct responsibility financially, you know, to be providing for my family. And like, it'd be crazy for me to leave my full-time job with insurance and all the benefits and all that stuff to like not have a plan. And we have three months of savings. Like I don't have a trust fund. I'm not independently wealthy. And I I say that because I think people's minds want to be like, oh, there must've been like, there must be a backup, you know, like for somebody to do that. Yeah but I felt so strongly pulled and you know, my husband is amazing and he's, we've been on a crazy journey together for 23 years now and um, shifted and turned and, you know, there's been lots of sort of changes in the way we identify as ourselves, you know, we've evolved and changed, but this was a big one to be like, I'm going to take this leap and I don't know where it's going to lead. And like, 
are we going to be okay? <laughs> Can we do this? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I came to find, like, he has his own business. He's a personal trainer and consult fitness consultant. And so he's had a more fluid sort of professional existence. And when I jumped, I started to, like, understand him more. I was like, oh, I understand, like, the words you're using and the intentions you have and, like, the way you live your life or just, like, even more, like, on a vibratory state level, I kind of, like, shifted into his vibe. And I was like, oh, this isn't wrong or scary. This is amazing. Like, you've been <laughs> right this whole time. And I've been the one that's trying to control and having fear and lack of belief and, you know, sort of more consuming of a life, even though I didn't desire that. And I've been sober for 12 years. So 10 of those years, I was on this, like, really beautiful spiritual journey and lots of, you know, growth happening there too. And that really propelled me, I think, into the last two years of it feeling like massively accelerated. But before that, it was very playing it safe. It was like, okay, I'm on the spiritual journey and I can feel these amazing things available to me. And I know that there's like an empowered part of me, but I'm too, like, I don't want to risk all the things I believe society says keep you safe and secure and and until I got to like enough pain two years ago where I was like no this isn't right this isn't aligning anymore I know that that this way that I've been trying to hold on is limiting it's not true it's not me living my fully expressed like most expansive life and so then that's when we really started to like play with this stuff and and then when I started my coaching business I was like oh I can do this from anywhere so then we realized we could move and we're schooling our son from home and my husband's like relaunched his business from here and has a whole new like range of clients and doing what he really loves. And, and, and yeah, and yet I go and I meet with people more in the corporate world during the week or I have clients more from that space. And then I also have clients from a few different areas like light workers and, you know, those kind of on the spiritual path, those, shifting maybe from the corporate world as well into a more spiritually based business or something that's like of service to others from like a health or a wellness perspective. And I've worked with lawyers and I've worked with therapists and um, it's just interesting to see, you know, how many, how everybody just desires to be more free and to not live in that like fear based structure of lack belief, not enough like believing that you are all of those stories. Like people just want freedom. People just want freedom from that. Yeah. And so do you feel like for you then you were saying like what caused that like big shift for you to step out of that fear and lack beliefs? Was it just hitting enough pain, you said, like that threshold of pain to just be like enough is enough? Like I'm not going to do that and to like make a choice to choose a different life for yourself or what was that for you? Yeah. It was, um, you know, getting sober was one moment in my life where there was like a massive bottom and a ton of pain and I hated who I was and I was behaving in ways that were just so out of alignment with, I think, a way in which I knew I could be. That I was just like, yeah. what is happening? Like, and I, I needed help. Like, I tried to stop on my own and I couldn't. And so in that moment of asking for help, having a massive, like, life shift, like, it being wow. one way one day, and the next day, like, oh, there's help. Um, I went to rehab. Wow. Like, I got on my knees and started praying for the first time in probably 
20 years, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden there was just like this like big open door of a whole new way of life. And so I knew that that was possible. And I had experienced that then in lots of smaller ways over a 10 year period and like helping many other people through their sober journeys and helping people just in their life journeys and what I was doing professionally with their, you know, more of their professional lives. And so I'd seen it and I had felt it. And I knew that I had been complaining for far too long about my professional experience. Like I was just getting sick of myself. I was like, what, like what, like what is it going to (laughs) take to change something, to take a risk, to like step outside of the mind a bit. I had been doing quite a bit of meditation probably for three to four years at that point. And, you know, it was like just listening to myself enough that, that moment, like the moment of intuition when myself said to myself, hey, Benita, you need to get sober. Like you need to go get help today. That happened. Mm-hmm. I had one of those moments, which also felt like a crazy person moment when I was, um, I quit dancing. I was a professional ballet dancer from, I trained from three years old to 22 years old. And one day a very wow. loud voice came like into my being and said, get up and leave now. And I got up wow. from the studio floor before class started I was rehearsing for the Nutcracker with the company of my dreams, with the Joffrey Ballet. I was going to, like, finally being asked to go apprentice after years of, of attempting that. And, but I was killing my body and my mind. Like, I couldn't stay thin enough. And so that loud voice came that time. And I was like, this is crazy. I am leaving 19 years of training and walking away in, like, one moment. But it was the – I mean, it opened up this an entire other world for me yeah. for all of these years. and. So those have been like some of the key moments. And then this third one, this like professional, oh, you've been on this amazing path and you've like worked your way up, you know, in particular roles that have been really appealing to you. And on paper, I was at a top agency, advertising agency, and kind of a role of my dreams on paper, but it still didn't feel totally aligned. And that I couldn't not listen to. Like that was like, mm. I know on paper it makes sense, but in my heart, in my gut, in my intuition, there's something else out there for me. And I don't know what it is. And so I hired yeah. coaches and because I, I, I knew how to ask for help. That I had learned since being sober. So I was like, okay, I know I don't know what the next step is, but I'm excited that I don't know actually because usually good things come from this. And like my past three yeah. experiences <laughs> making these crazy leaps, I'm going to like quiet the crazy mind as much as I can and hire people to help me and invest some money. And by doing that, I'm saying I'm investing in this moment because we do still work in a 3D system where there's financial currency that we exchange as a form of value. So I was like, I know I need to commit that to it and I'm going to do this and like, let's see what comes. And it was magic, like magic from like just jumping and you know, um, you know, my coaches, Teresa and Steven, Teresa Scoba and Steven Shelley, and they have this beautiful platform called the OwnStream platform, and they were recording these incredible podcasts, and um, I was listening to them, and I knew them from a previous life. I knew them from Brooklyn before they moved to California, and I just saw what was happening for them over social media, and I was like, I want that. Oh. And it, we were just, we were all kind of in this moment together, and it just totally took off, and like three months in two months into working with them, I came out of a really deep meditation um, in August of 2017 and create radical love as like an approach in terms of working with people like, Oh, I can be a coach. I've been coaching people my entire career. Wait. And now I've been a client (laughs) for these many months and I'm like absorbing everything that's like 
happening. Like everything that we're co-creating together, everything that they're suggesting and then I'm ingesting and then what's coming out of me is like, oh, wait, I can do this with others and here would be my unique approach. And I literally just all came out, the 12-session program, here's how I work with people, here's what it's called, here's what the website would look like in like five like little slides that I kind of sketched out. And I was like, oh, wait, I am creative. <laughs> I, and the word entrepreneur totally triggered me up until this point. I always thought I would work for someone else. I was better at facilitating for others, blah, blah, like all these limiting and lack of yeah. beliefs. Like they were literally gone. Wow. Like I think I messaged them or I called them or something. And I was like, you guys, I think I'm going to do this. And that just totally debunks like everything I said I believed two months ago about myself. Like, wow. It can change like that. I mean, that, that to me, like the power of shifting, the ability to shift beliefs that we have. Like the human mind is so incredible and such an incredible tool and so powerful. As long as we can harness that power and understand when we're like dabbling in some limiting beliefs or dabbling yeah. in something that feels really right intuitively. And I don't always know. We don't know, you know, but right. playing with that well, and like – yeah, and I think it's like breaking it down to the simplicity of does this feel good and actually yeah. allowing ourselves to trust that, you know, because it's like I, I was just I just made a podcast about this, like my crazy mind and its self-limiting, like self-sabotaging beliefs, you know, and really when it comes down to it, I was just like, holy shit, this either feels good or doesn't feel good, and can I trust myself enough to follow that? But because there's all these like you know, beliefs of like, well, am I not seeing something or am I avoiding something or is this wrong? Or this? It's just like the mind just goes on and on and on. Or like, is this a societal conditioning? Is this this? Is this that? It's like there's all this <laughs> jibber jabber when it's like, wow, if I actually go into my body and feel into my body, into like my that creative space, the womb, the pelvic bowl, whatever you want to say, you know, mm, it's like or in your heart. Yeah. It's like, wait, there's something that knows even though it doesn't know. And I think that's the thing, right? The mind... It's like it's only a, it only can like measure what it's going to lose, but it has no idea what it's going to gain. Yeah, and we're so afraid of the. Oh, unknown. I love that. I have never heard we're that before. So, I don't think Kelly is so clear. We're so afraid of the unknown, and I mean, I because I was in a deep depression, and I was like, you know, I had reached the life of my dreams. You know, I had a piece of property on the Philippines, and I was starting a healing center, and I was doing this work I met the guy of my dreams was engaged to be married you know beachfront property on the most beautiful island in the world in Palawan like you know it was just like I had everything yet it was nothing and there was again like you said that voice like this inner knowing and I think I always like I always heard about this quote-unquote voice and it wasn't like a voice that I actually heard it was just like for me it was more like a visceral like body knowing of like this is like sensation yeah 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 something I can't even name it it's just like you know it's just like you got to leap and I left everything and I just invested all my savings everything into this property and I walked away from that I walked away from my fiance I walked away from creating this epic you know inner dance and um, healing program across Asia Mm. you know just go traveling and help people out of anxiety and depression through this program that we developed like and it was like I let go of all of that and all I knew was I got to move to California and I hadn't lived in America for 18 years and it was like shit what am I doing you know and that's the thing it's like but you gotta it's like for me it was like just taking that leap and trusting you know and it was like I screamed it wasn't like it was easy it's like I went screaming all the way but again it's so beautiful and I just keep jumping and leaping you know or like these businesses fall apart that I try to create or things happen. It's like, 
okay, again, free fall, like just free fall. Like I'm always going to be caught. I'm always safe. And it's like finally like holding myself to trust that, you know, and, and can I just keep leaping and keep jumping? But, you know, and that's what, I mean, how you were saying, like yesterday you were on a high. It was the same. I was on a high yesterday. And then it was like this prospect of um, doing another collaboration just came up into my field. And that, like, mm. I, again, fucking slammed into the pavement. It was like, and I saw my mind wanting to bring me into self-sabotage and thoughts and everything. And it's like, you know, because it's like, wait, is this just me and my, like, judgments of these people and I don't want to work with them? You know, it's like, wait, I don't know what yeah. it is, but can I just trust my body, you know? And there's, like, yeah. all this mind of, like, oh, you're avoiding it because you're going to go travel in Spain and hike the Camino de Santiago, like, you're not actually doing your life. It's, like, all this bullshit. And it's, like, yeah. finally standing up to be, like, I almost, like, for me, I had to get into a sense, because I was listening to all of it for so long, I, I almost went into the polar opposite of, like, fuck you thoughts, like, get the hell out of there, like, stop ruining my life, and I have a choice, like, and that thing, it's so simple, it's like, I can find freedom and liberation right here, right now, and if I'm not feeling free, if I'm not feeling that, then what am I holding on to, and am I willing to just be so wrong and let go, and actually, like, free fall into this unknown yeah. space. And it's like, oh, my God, the freedom's right here. Like, this moment, that's all there is. Letting go of everything. And it doesn't have to be this long, thought-out process. And I think that's the beauty of these no. kinds of dialogues, like, with me and you. It's like, me and you, like, had to suffer and go through so many years of agony, you know, and, like, hell and torture and, like, self-abuse, you know, and whatever mm-hmm. we went through. And it's like, I think these kinds of dialogue, it's like if somebody hears this, they don't have to go through what we went through. Because I think the mind also wants no. to attach to the, oh, now I have to do a 12-step process to become sober, and it's going to take me X number of years, no. X number of things. And it's like, wait, no. You know, or I went yeah, through not at depression. All. And, and it's like, no, you don't have to go through what we went through, but by us sharing our story to say, hey, there's an easier way. You don't have to go yeah. through what we went through. You know, there is a different way. I yeah, know. There, there totally is, and I'm seeing more and more people. I actually... Um, Teresa and I have created a program called Epic Sobriety, and it is for people who have found an awakening through sobriety, but whatever Mm. path, you know, it doesn't have to be a 12-step path or whatever, like, however they've come into their sober journey, um, we do feel it's good for people just to have some time before they engage in, um, like, the Epic Sobriety content that we're putting out there, just because it's helpful to have a bit of a, a sense of, like, um, knowing in, in your awakening a bit and, and some consistency to it. But then we offer, like, you don't have to get sober and then stay small. And that's another, mm-hmm. there's, like, an aspect to, I think, what the mind does with sober content out in the world, though there's amazing new um, approaches, like, popping up left and right right now, which is really cool to see, which totally confirms your point is many people are seeing their way different other ways to get sober that, you know, might just speak to, um, you know, different unique beings in different ways, which is so awesome. And it doesn't need to be a really long drawn out path and you can just make a decision. You know, you can be like, Nope, I don't want to experience this anymore. Okay. Here's a community that resonates with me. I do believe community is incredibly important. I know you do as well, which is why you have this podcast and why you've created so many amazing groups that I've been witness to, especially on Facebook where there's like people really sharing vulnerably supporting one another. That sense of not being alone really helps like hijack the mind that wants you to believe you're separate 
when we're not, you know, and just that constant confirmation of interacting with others. But there are these programs out there, and, and ours is really for people who have been sober for a bit who, who want to live a fully expressed sober life rather than what I was experiencing at that 10-year mark, which was sober but scared and, like, complaining about my professional environment in AA meetings and, like, for the 10th year in a row after being sober and being, like, why am I still hanging on to, like, what I believe is the sense of false safety and security through my professional path? Like, why am I, I – workaholism. Like, I was clinging to workaholism oh, as a way to keep me safe and, like, self-identify as being okay. And I knew it wasn't working. And so, um, yeah, there's just all that kind of stuff out in the world now and more and more being created and – so many beautiful ways for people to love themselves. I mean, that's what all of this is about, right? Like crazy women unite is love yourself, love each other. Like here we are, Mm. all of it, like the human part (laughs) as well as like the infinite consciousness, spiritual part. Um, You mentioned that about spirituality and I, you know, I go very deep into the spiritual world for the last two years. And I'd say for the last like, six, eight months, it's been really lovely to let go of the new labels I had created around that world, which was like, how do I be an A student spiritually as well? And that was exhausting. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Like, no thanks. (laughs) Oh, oh, look, my mind can just attach all the same labels and stories and beliefs and not being not enough to this part of myself too. Okay. Whoa. And it, and it, it's I'll do it so contradictory. Right? And I will, like, ascend to some I don't know what. And it's like, no, wait, I'm human. And these beautiful human experiences are perfect and part of all of this. So experience them, love them, let them flow through. Sure, I can, like, watch them now more from a place of being an observer, which is I'm so grateful for, you know, rather than, like, super deeply identifying with everything to the point where it feels like it's like truth and derailing things like that distance. I uh, am so unbelievably grateful for, but, but I don't have to then contract when like today I felt sad or I felt low, you know, and it's like, Oh, but I don't have to contract. I can like walk right into it and accept it. And that, that is like creating radical love. Like that is this fully loved life that I wanted for myself and oh. others forever. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, and to walk right into it, and I feel like, and then to give it a voice, like exactly what you're doing now, you know, I think is where, for me, it's like so much freedom, and it's truly being of service, you know. And, and I can't tell you how many times it's like I woke up feeling like shit or, you know, had all this self-doubt come on, and I just allow myself to just hold myself and say, Kelly, it's okay, you can feel this, I'm here with you, I'm not going to leave you, you know, you're so safe to feel this, and I just dive in, letting go of all the stories, you know, witnessing the thoughts, but not attaching, but going into the feeling of it, and allowing it to be there, and then it's like, I'll crawl into my closet and just hit record and cry on a podcast, and then I get all these messages back, it's like, Whoa, this is like, this yeah. is so beautiful. Like, this is so beautiful. And it's like, I think we're so scared as women to vulnerably open up to share these crazy parts because we think we're crazy and we don't, we want to be that A plus student. We want to be that perfectionist, yeah. you know, we want to have our together. But actually, it's like when I actually broke down, you know, even to you, it's like, 
you were able to be there and hold me. And it's like that created a deeper connection, a deeper love. It's like, it's like, I feel like that's all this human experience is about is human connection and being there and uniting together and learning to love one another and all parts of ourselves and everything. So, Oh, so good. (laughs) So good, Callie. Oh, well, I'm so grateful you oh, that we just started this. I'd love to have you on again. I feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours. I know. I'm like, oh, this we've just scratched the surface. Let's, we let's keep started. going when we can. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, how so? If people are interested in like um, finding the epic sobriety or finding you for coaching or um, have questions for the corporate world, how can they get a hold of you or find you? Yeah. Um, for coaching and workshops and facilitation in that like creating a radically loved life space, my website is createradicallove.com. And Mm -hmm. there's a form there that you can fill out um, just to reach out to me over email. And for Epic Sobriety right now, it's a private Facebook group and we are just about to launch the website. Uh, The website is epicsobriety.com. So like within the next few days that will be live. Um, But you can also reach out to me through yeah, really exciting. So I'll be posting that on social media. Um, but you can reach out to me on my website, createradicallove.com, if there's interest in that as well. And I can send you um, an invite for the Facebook group. And then I'm on Facebook, um, Benita Condi. And I'm on Instagram, it's Benita underscore Condi. And I share content there every week, all in this vein, um, across creating radically loved life and living an epically sober life. And it's all there. I'm very public and it's all integrated into one now, which has been awesome over the last couple of years as well. It's just cool to like share openly about all aspects, right? Because we're not, we are crazy and we're not crazy and it's all one thing and I love it. (laughs) Totally. Oh, well, thank you so much for all that you're doing and just for all your love and support to me and my journey. Like, oh, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I don't even think that this would be here if it wasn't for you and your love and support so I just love you so much Benita and um, yeah I hope to have you on again soon oh I love you too Kelly it is my honor and privilege and it's just awesome to co-create with you so excited for all that's to come oh <laughs> Isn't Benita awesome? I just fucking love her. And you know how we met? We met on the dance floor of a re- at a retreat. <laughs> just going crazy, rolling around, flying, just having fun. No words needed. It was just this instant knowing of like, we're going to be friends for life and doing some epic shit together. So thanks for tuning in. Check out her epic sobriety and website. Love you guys. Smell you later.